0: Hello, my friends of sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast, bringing you another great sports break from the pig pen, your port on all things great in sports history. And we welcome you to another day. April 7th is our date du jour. that we're going to talk about some of the greatest events and people associated with sports in history that uh, really mean a lot to this date. And we are going to be covering uh, some things from the NBA.com, from 80sbaseball.com, and vintagehockeyjerseys.com as well as some of our own sites, Pigskin Dispatch and JerseyDispatch.com to bring you a well-rounded picture of the events and people associated with April 7th in sports history. But before we do, let's make sure you are aware of our newsletter. Each and every day, 6.30 a.m., we will put a newsletter in your email inbox telling you of the day's events in our posts and podcasts and anything else we have going on from the pig pen. That's JerseyDispatch.com, PigskinDispatch.com, a Mulligan Sports Trader, and SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Uh, we want to share everything that's going on with you, so you are well informed to start your day. Give you a quick little read and get off and uh, running. And it's totally free, easy to sign up for. Go to the show notes of this very podcast, or at the top of PigskinDispatch.com or JerseyDispatch.com. Now let's get into our day events for April 7th. We'll start off with NBA.com, as they have a great uh, site that uh, we have links in the show notes uh, to take you there they talk about each and every day in NBA history and, and what it means especially during the season like it is right now and they tell us that on April 7th 1959 that the Boston Celtics great playmaker Hall of Famer and legend Bob Cousy he ended up having 19 assists in a game which tied an NBA playoff record as the Celtics defeated the Minneapolis Lakers. 123 to 110 and route to a four-game sweep of the Lakers in the finals. So Celtics were well on their way. That was one of the early Celtics-Lakers matchups when the Lakers were still in Minnesota. Then they talk about April 7, 1989, and the FIBA, the International Basketball Federation had a monumental decision that they had on this date where they voted to drop the restrictions on professional basketball players from competing in the international events such as the olympics a few years later 1992, we had the dream team going to the Olympics, you know, with the likes of Michael Jordan and Patrick Ewing, uh, Clyde Drexler, you know, just some of these great stars, Charles Barkley was on there, you know, some awesome stars that uh, went there, I believe David Robinson was on that team as well, Uh, just went in there and just, uh, you know, demolished everybody, but it was definitely a dream team, one of the greatest teams ever assembled. Now, April 7th, 1989, that same exact day, the Utah Jazz guard John Stockton won his second straight NBA assist title, uh, picking up a total of 1118 assists, becoming the first player in NBA history to record consecutive seasons of over 1,000 assists. John Stockton could definitely dish the ball off and feed his uh, teammates, such as the one we're going to be talking about here in a moment. And that's Carl Malone, who also had a record-setting day on April 7th, only this time in 1998, as he scored an NBA season high for that 97-98 season, 56 points in a 101-99 victory over the Golden State Warriors. No, the mailman, they call them. And Stockton liked to feed the mailman quite a bit also April 7th 2001 the Houston Rockets defeated the Atlanta Hawks 110 to 97 to become the first NBA team in over 18 years to sweep an entire division now get this the Rockets won all 16 games against the central division opponents becoming the first team to sweep a division since the 1982-83 Los Angeles Lakers swept all 12 games against the central division and uh That is quite a feat when you can beat a whole division for an entire year. That's some major consistency. And Again, all those uh, great events came from NBA.com. Make sure you check them out, and there's so much more there to enjoy for April 7th. Also April 7th, we go to VintageHockeyJerseys.net. In this day in hockey history, on April 7th, 1988, The Detroit Red Wings defeated the Toronto Maple Leafs 6-2 in Game 2 of the Norris Division Semifinals, setting a playoff-scoring record when the two teams, get this, combined for six goals in just 10 minutes and 22 seconds. And uh, you know the author of that points out if you went to concession stand or the restroom at the wrong time, you would have missed all six of those goals in that uh, six-to-two game. So it's a majority of those goals, and he's probably absolutely right. And he points out in uh, April 7, 1985, that Mario Lemieux, the great number 66 of the Pittsburgh Penguins, scored his go- a goal for his 100th point of the season. And he was the third rookie in NHL history to score 100 points uh, following Peter Stastny and Dale Howardczyk earlier just in the early 1980s uh, 1980-81 for uh, Peter and for Dale it was 1981-82 but uh, Mario Lemieux one of the greats in hockey history uh, playing with those Pittsburgh Penguins some uh, great stuff from him Now, we also like to visit 80sbaseball.com. And they, you know, Jay Daniel, we've had him on here talking about his great book, Sud Series. And Jay, just like the others, has a great uh, thing where he talks about baseball history, 1980s baseball history, every single day of the year. And he has some great items for April 7th. He has uh, 1984 on this date that 19-year-old Dwight Good made his major league debut against the Houston Astros in the Astrodome. He went five innings, allowing just one run, while striking out five and earning the victory for the New York Mets that day. And you know we have some uh, great birthdays that uh, he likes to celebrate, too. Uh, legendary Braves broadcaster Pete Van Wieren was born on April 7, 1944. Also born April 7, 1944, was another longtime broadcaster, Warner the Fuse Fusel uh, who is uh, best known for his This Week in Baseball and uh, talked about you know, play by play on some minor league teams as well? Uh, some birthdays of uh, Rick Engel uh, was born uh, you know, on this day and uh, played for the Expos. And uh, Bobby Mitchell who was a 1967 uh, player in the Little League World Series in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, and also spent four years in the big leagues with the Dodgers and the Twins. Uh, So some great events that Jay Daniel points out on 80sbaseball.com. Now, over on the thejerseydispatch.com, the home site of this podcast, we would like to recognize some Hall of Famers that uh, have some birthdays this year and uh, are on April 7th. And Bobby Doer I was born April 7th, 1918, in Los Angeles, California, Baseball Hall of Fame, second baseman, uh, wore the number nine and number one on the Boston Red Sox from 1937 to 1944 took some time off to serve his country in world war ii and we thank him for that as, as well as all the other veterans that have served uh, their country uh 1946 to 1951 he came back and played for the Sox again and uh you know he was had a great on base percentage 461 on base percentage 223 home runs and made the all-star team nine different times bobby doer uh also a birthday on this day his college football hall of famer as we point out on pigskindispatch.com april 7th 1899 he was the stellar washington and jefferson center edgar Garbish, who uh, arrived on this date and uh, you know, to the joy of his parents he was an all-american in 1922 at the center position and in 1924 from the position of guard uh, according to the national football foundation you know he Had a great career there. Those really strong uh, Washington Jefferson teams of that. And, you know, he ended up being a trustee of Pop Warner Little Scholars as well as the vice president of the National Football Foundation, the very body that votes players into the College Football Hall of Fame. And he himself was voted by the NFF into the College Football Hall of Fame in 1954. So we, we like to celebrate him. Uh, Rondé Barber also celebrates a birthday on April 7th, and uh, he, him and his brother Tiki Barber, they're twins, but uh, Rondé is a, college, or is a pro football Hall of Famer, not a college football Hall of famer, a pro football Hall of Famer, uh, going in this year, 2023, he was born April 7th, 1975 in Roanoke, Virginia. And he played his entire NFL career, 16 seasons with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And what a great defensive back uh, Rondé was. He had 47 interceptions in his career, 28 sacks. And uh, he was the first and only player in NFL history so far to hit the 45-25 mark in interceptions and sacks. So outstanding job by Rondé Barber. And Tiki pretty good himself. I'm not sure if he'll get in the Hall of Fame, but uh, definitely a great player to remember. And if you've watched him, I think you'll know what we talk about on that. Uh, April seventh, 1943, a great uh, football event happened. Uh, we, you know, The league adopted several new rules and changes. Free substitution became permitted, which meant that the players could be substituted for more than once in a game. And helmets became mandatory, and a 10-game schedule was adopted. Some big changes in those Warriors, 1943. Also, some other Hall of Fame birthdays. Tony Dorsett was born this day in April 7, 1954 in Rochester, Pennsylvania, uh, played for the University of Pittsburgh, uh, was a Heisman Trophy winner, uh, All-American, and, uh, you know, just tore it up, especially in that 1976 season uh, where Pitt ended up being the national champions. And he went into the College Football Hall of Fame in 1994, voted in by the NFF. Uh, The Dallas Cowboys uh, used some clever trades to work themselves into position to draft Dorsett with the number one pick of the 1977 NFL Draft. And he repaid that franchise with a splendid career where he was a four-time Pro Bowl selection, a 1981 first-team All-Pro, and helped the Cowboys emerge as Super Bowl XII champions. Uh, Twelve 1036 rushing yards for his career 72 touchdowns are both second best in cowboys history behind you guessed it emmett smith also born april 7th 1961 was gabe rivera in crystal city texas standout to defensive tackle from Texas Tech. He celebrated his uh, arrival into the world on this day. Um, you know He is a National Football Foundation College Football Hall of Fame inductee. He averaged 80 tackles per season from his defensive tackle spot, had uh, 62 solo tackles, 43 assists, and 10 tackles for loss, five sacks, and 25 quarterback pressures during his All-American campaign of just 1982 alone at Texas Tech. Uh, He ended up going uh, as a 21st overall pick in the 1983 NFL Draft by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Senior Sack was his nickname. And unfortunately, he only got to play six games for Pittsburgh. But tragically had his career cut short when he was uh, left a paraplegic, uh, suffered by injuries in a really bad car wreck. He could have really been a, a really great pro as well. Uh, Sad that he would not get to see that come to fruition. So that is uh, some of our items there. Now, we also talk about some great uh, jersey numbers that happened on this date. And in April 7, 1928, there's something you won't see happen in today's NHL. The New York Rangers general manager, Lester Patrick, Suited up and skated onto the ice to replace his injured goaltender in a Stanley Cup Finals game. That 44-year-old Lester held his own too, as the Rangers doubled up the Montreal Maroons in that Stanley Cup playoff, two to one in overtime, and it was a key victory too, as it propelled the Rangers to go on and win the series three games to two. This date, 1956, the NBA Championship Finals had the Fort Wayne Pistons George. And forward, George Yardley, who wore number 12, put in 30 points, but his efforts were not enough as the Philadelphia Warriors beat Fort Wayne 99-88 and wrapped up the championship series four games to one. April 7, 1969 has uh, really got one for the record books. Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher Bill Singer, who wore number 40, was credited with the first official save Against the Cincinnati Reds. The save was a brand new statistic in 1969 and was well, the first one recorded in the brand new rule. Uh, revision was this one it was major league baseball's first major statistics since the run batted in was added in 1920 so 49 years without a statistic being added by major league baseball singer would only have two saves on the 1969 season and ron Peronsky led the majors with 31 saves on that initial season with the minnesota twins fred gladling of the astros led the national league with 29 that year and speaking of the Houston Astros, April 7, 1979, their pitcher, Ken Forch, number 43, pitched a no-hitter against the Atlanta Braves and a 6-0 victory. This was really a big milestone in Major League Baseball history because with Ken doing this in 1979, he and his brother Bob Forch are the only Major League Baseball siblings to accomplish each throwing a no-hitter in a major league baseball. There's one for your trivia books. Answer that at the uh, local watering hole and you will be a hero in your trivia contest. And uh, we are sure glad that you joined us here and you can get some more great trivia answers and questions. to almost every day because we cover sports history and we try to do it by covering as wide array as we can celebrating these great athletes great events the hall of famers and their birthdays and any championships and any big things that, that happen in sports history we try to cover it. if you see or hear anything that we've missed we'd love to hear from you pigskin dispatch gmail.com is the way to get a hold of us special thanks to vintagehockeyjerseys.net nba.com and 80sbaseball.com as well as honestday.com the newspapers.com and the sports reference websites profootballreference.com baseballreference.com basketballreference.com and hockeyreference.com love to have you support those great folks and uh enjoy their works because they have plenty more there uh, where the, all this came from so until tomorrow everybody have a great sports history day We're dribbling around and see the shot clock's almost out, so we gotta put up our shot and come back tomorrow for some more great sports history.